self-proclaimed sexy guitar of Ted Nugent. That's Love Grenade. It's the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you here. Thanks. Appreciate you stopping by. I want to finish up on the Pelosi story for now, and if any new information comes in, we'll have that for you. One of the reasons why I'm so skeptical about the story is because Paul Pelosi was pulled over for DUI recently. And the way it was reported was he was pulled over for DUI. And then what did we find out? Well, it really was a hit and run. He hit another car. Then what did we find out? Hit another car, took off, and he had he had a, a strange woman in the car with him. Now, all of that stuff came out piecemeal, little by little. So it's not like he's some decrepit 82-year-old guy who's hanging out at the house. He's driving around in his Porsche or Porsche that he ended up, you know, wrecking. And what police say was a DUI accident, hit and run, slash who's the chick in the car. And again, private citizen, have a whoever you want in the car with you. I don't care. But you don't get to get drunk, get behind the wheel, and then run somebody over. Or, or run into another car and run somebody over, but he ran into another car. And, and, and he's just still out. He's out after doing all that damage. And while he's out, some strange guy from the Castro part of the neighborhood uh, with the pride flag and the pro-hemp stuff and the pro-nudity stuff shows up at the house in his underwear and hits him in the head with a hammer while police watch. Now, I don't think I'm the only one who's curious to see the body cam as the police stood there as the man was, they were struggling over a hammer and he somehow gets it away and hits Paul Pelosi in the head. There's something else going on here. And I don't think it's asking too much to find out what it is, not because I'm nosy, although I am, um, but because they're now using this, the left is now using this as some reason to say the right shouldn't win the midterms because they're a bunch of violent Trump people. That bothers you. Okay, you're going to say that? Show me everything. Show me all the video. Show me how he got in. Show me the video uh, from the body cam. Let me see the hammer. Let, let me know how he called, how he let him go to the bathroom. He said, oh, sure, don't worry about it. Go to the bathroom. I'm here to break Nancy's kneecaps, but sure, you got to go to that. Go ahead. That's weird. So I'm going to take a few calls that we have lined up. I'm going to go very fast with this, then I want to get into some other stuff. But I, I didn't want to leave you hanging. So let's go back to the phone line. It's going to be Janet and Yakima. Janet, what's up? Well, Joe, Sunday morning, our newspaper said, election extremists, how big the threat? Pelosi's husband expected to recover, but innocent uh, incident is a savage reminder of attacks on American democracy. And then inside, they said, accused Pelosi attacker spread QAnon, other conspiracies. You know, it was a I lie. It was a lie. The, the, I think... No, no, I, 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 I want to stop you. I well, Janet, no, I, I'm not telling you. I think it is. It was a lie. Somebody made two websites mm-hmm. pretending this guy was pushing far-right stuff, uh, was pushing QAnon stuff. Both websites were made the day of, and they've now disappeared. So you're right. You're, your newspaper was wrong. And the newspaper needs to be very careful about that because you're reporting BS, and you should know that. They immediately tried to say he was some QAnon guy, and I never heard of QAnon before the left started talking about QAnon, um, and those websites were not true. They weren't real. Uh, Patricia, Florida, let's go. Yeah, this reminds me of a story. I'm not saying it's, it's true. But what about uh, DeSantis, almost lost by a guy by the name of, name of Gillum? We call him Ryder Cowboy Gillum. Nudity, underwear, uh, gay. This guy, uh, Mr. Pelosi, in the car when he had that accident, the passenger seatbelt went off, but nobody was there. I believe Mr. Pelosi, and I'm not saying it's true, is like an Andrew Gillum 
from Florida. All right. Thank you, Patricia. I appreciate that. And Al, finish it off in Michigan. Let's go. It's a good thing that uh, he didn't attack the Clinton residence. He'd be one of the number 37 or 38 or 39 dead people, even if he was in jail. I think, I think the number of dead people around the Clintons is much higher than 38 or 39. I think it's more like 150. Um, and, hey, probably all natural causes. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, somehow, through, through that connection, People sometimes don't live as long as they should. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. I'm done with that. I want to hit this. I posted this on Twitter a little while ago. By the way, Elon Musk has broken the left on Twitter. You can actually post what you want on Twitter. You can say what you want on Twitter. You can actually um, have an opinion that's opposing somebody else, and they can have an opposing opinion. And um, at the end of the day, you now have the fair chance to do it. He didn't tip anything to the right. He simply took the unfair advantage away from the left. And I think that's really, really good. But I saw some tweets on this. It being Halloween, I thought I'd go there. There is no such thing as cultural appropriation. There is no such thing as this is my culture, not a costume. I believe in a free society, you can dress as anything you want. You want to dress as a cowboy, dress as a cowboy. You want to dress as uh, an Indian, dress as an Indian. Yes, I mean an American Indian. You want to dress as somebody who is um, fill-in-the-blank so-called culture, then you can, because this has always been a melting pot, which means you take all the cultures, put them in the pot, heat them up, we all melt together to make one, one great, strong America. Now, keep in mind, the melting pot has been called a microaggression in recent years, and if you call it a microaggression, that's going to stop people from saying melting pot, because if you say melting pot, you're taking away my culture, which, of course, is BS. I'm predominantly Italian in ethnicity, and I'm so glad we have pizza and Italian restaurants and Italian bread and fill-in-the-blank, Italian music and everything. So glad. If you wanted to go as Mario from the Mario Brothers and you're a black dude, I'm fine with you being Mario or Luigi for a day. It's not a problem. So all of these PSAs, all of these announcements about how my culture is not a costume, I reject them. I wholeheartedly reject them. You want to go as Cleopatra, yet you're not from Egypt or whatever? Fine, go as Cleopatra. You want to go as, uh, again, fill-in-the-blank Italian guy? Go, go as fill-in-the-blank Italian guy. It is so dumb that we try to pretend that somebody is stealing your culture if they dress up for a day to celebrate Halloween with their friends or their family. It is so dumb that you're acting like that's some sort of an insult, when of course it isn't. The most interesting thing is, and I don't know, it might have been Will Witt. I'm not sure. I have to look it up again. But one of the people from PragerU, I believe, goes to um, a part of New York and is dressed in some sort of traditional Chinese garb and asks people on the street, are you okay with this? And the answer to a person was, no, that's racist. That's horrible. That's disgusting. That is appropriation. That's oppression. And he goes to several people, maybe 10 people, and he talks about it. And they're all just beside themselves. Then he goes to Chinatown, and he asks some actual Chinese people, how do you feel about this? They're going, you look great. That looks amazing. Well, that's a really nice outfit. Man, I, I think you look good. I think you make that look good. These people could not have been happier that he was celebrating. And that's what he was doing. He wasn't making fun of them. 
He was celebrating their culture or their ethnicity or their background. What's wrong with that? Why can't you do that? I have to be a certain thing for you to feel good about me being a certain thing? I can only be an Italian guy ever? That's it? I can't ever dress up as... It's almost like in movies now. You see this a lot more lately. In movies now, you've got to be a certain particular culture if you're going to play Jasmine in some Disney movie. I just think that's stupid. How about the person who does the best job gets the job? I've seen Robert De Niro play Jewish guys and Italian guys. I don't have a problem with it. I know he's Italian. He's also a jerk. But 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 that aside, I'm fine with him playing whatever role makes sense. Maybe he's a Polish dude next time. Who cares? Why am I supposed to care about this? Yet people, for some reason, have to raise a stink to say, you are somehow sullying my culture, my way of life. And I always find it interesting. Like uh, when you see somebody uh, give a hard time to a white kid who's got dreadlocks on campus, and the person who's given a hard time is a black person. How dare you culturally appropriate? How dare you do this microaggression? And there she is standing in jeans and a shirt you could buy at JCPenney and some makeup and some extensions in her hair. And I'm going, well, wait a second. Are they wearing jeans in your culture, whatever that happens to be? Where dreadlocks were created? Are they wearing makeup? Are they wearing hair extensions? By the way, you look great. But what's the story with that? It's always the far left that does this. And they always try to stop somebody else from having fun. I'm going to stop them from enjoying life because I'm a miserable person. And I'm going to, if I can stop them from enjoying life, I now have some company. Well, they can all line up. Pucker up, pick a cheek, and kiss my ass. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. to have you thanks i appreciate you stopping by lots going on lots to get to your thoughts on if there is cultural appropriation and let me take it a step further when people dress up as their favorite person or some hollywood star or musician or athlete and that person happens to be darker skinned than they are and they darken their skin that is not the same as blackface let me see how clear i can make that and i'm gonna go there in a second it's not the same as blackface. Um, the left accuses people of, of using blackface to make them stop doing it because they want control of your life. They want control over your freedom. I'll explain that in a second. Let me tell you in the meantime about what's going on with the dollar. You know that it's in decline. In the past year, nearly $9 trillion has been printed by the Fed. That's, that's nuts. That means every dollar, every paper note you have is worth less because there's so many more out there. It's a fact the dollar's losing value. It's why I recommend you diversify your portfolio with physical gold and silver. And the only company I trust is Gold Co. 
Gold Co. rocks. Thousands of Americans are using Gold Co. They've placed over a billion dollars in precious metals. I've got to ask you, can you continue to afford rising prices and the decline of the dollar? urge you not to miss out on what could be the biggest gold and silver boom of our generation. It's available now. I want you to visit goldco.com slash PAGS, goldco.com slash P-A-G-S. When you do, you're not only going to get a chance to protect your retirement savings with gold and silver. As one of my listeners, you could get $10,000 or more in free silver just for doing it. Don't miss out. Get, get to that website they made just for you because you watch or listen to my program. Goldco.com slash PAGS, goldco.com slash P-A-G-S. And make it happen right now. Let's break down blackface. I'll go there. Al Jolson was a famous singer in the 1920s and 30s, maybe even a little bit before, a little bit after. And Al Jolson was a white guy. And he put on blackface and he did something called a minstrel show. And he would sing. And he'd sing, he'd sing this very nasally weird voice. He would wear blackface. In other words, he would take basically shoe polish that was black, put it on his white face, and pretend to be a black guy. Now, many times, because society was so segregated by the Democrats, many times society would, in fact, instead of hiring black musicians, they would have an entire band and the singers and the dancers all wear blackface and then pretend they were black. That was horribly racist and disgusting. And completely out of line. But now let's say my favorite actor is, I don't know, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Who happens to be multicultural, happens to be a black guy if you ask him. Although he's lighter skinned, his skin is darker than mine. Let's say I want to go to Halloween and I want to be Dwayne Johnson. And I want to darken my skin a little bit. So I put something on it to make it darker. I would be accused of going in blackface. Which of course I'm not. I'm not taking away Dwayne Johnson's job. I'm not pretending to be him so that I can somehow make money at it and entertain people. I'm just going as for Halloween as Dwayne Johnson. That would be considered blackface, but it's not. Let's say I just went and tanned every day for a month so I could be as dark as Dwayne Johnson. That would somehow be okay, but if I dared put something on my skin to make it darker, that would be bad. Now, conversely, like it was in a movie called White Girls, probably in the late 90s now, early 2000s, something like that, where a couple of members, Paula, was it the, the Wayans brothers? A couple of members of the Wayans family did that? Yes, white chicks. Yeah, white chicks. They're, um, they're black guys. They dressed up like white women or white girls. Oh, hilarious. It was great. It was fun. White face is fine. Black face, not so good. Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live, and then well after that, and then in the movie Coming to America, dressed up as an older Jewish man from New York. And he was white. And wore white face and white skin and all that. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was great. I thought it was incredible acting. I never once thought, what a racist. So the idea that somehow dressing up as somebody else who happens to be a different race, ethnicity, or fill in the blank than you, is somehow racist or ethnocentric if white people do it, but anybody else can do it, is stupid. Now, I'm against minstrel shows where white people pretend they're black people because they don't want the black people to go into their club. That's horribly racist. But we get this strange confusion over what is and what isn't acceptable. And then if you shoot the video in a grainy enough way that 
looks like you're really serious about it. Like I saw some ad before we started here. My culture is not your costume. So if I want to go as an American Indian, I suddenly can't because I'm not an American Indian. That's stupid. That's legitimately just anti-freedom. And I don't think I'll ever understand it, to be honest with you. I really don't. Because I, I, I want people to understand that freedom means something. There's no ill intent on Halloween to go dressed as somebody. There's no ill intent um, to show somebody's culture in what you're wearing. What if I really enjoyed the clothing that was for sale when I was in China adopting my daughter? Could I not buy the clothing and then wear it here? And what if I liked it so much that I decided, you know, I'm going to open my own clothing shop. I'm going to design some shirts that kind of look like these that we bought in China. Am I not allowed because I'm not Chinese? There was some story not very long ago where a couple of women were traveling in Mexico. And they learned how to make burritos really, really well. The real traditional Mexican way. And they went back to, I believe, Portland. And they opened up their their own burrito truck. Happened to be a couple of white women. Some black woman in Portland had a problem with it and blogged about them and wrote an article about them and tweeted about them and pushed these women out of business because she said they went to Mexico and lied to these chefs and cooks and burrito makers and culturally appropriated and were benefiting financially off of the knowledge that they should not even have. Now, they didn't go and open shop in Mexico, which still would have been okay, I think. They probably would have gone out of business, though, because the traditional people were making better better food. They were in Portland, Oregon, which is nowhere near Mexico. Yet that wasn't okay. Because if you're going to make burritos, you better be Mexican. In the eyes of this ridiculous writer. Who I think really did it for, for publicity. I just find that whole thing so strange. We are unique. And by we, I mean the United States of America, in that we've got more cultures than anybody else on the planet. No other country would even try this experiment. And little by little, people are chipping away at it, saying you're not allowed to enjoy that experiment. You're microaggressing me. You're using some sort of an anti-this or a seal of my culture. Enough. I'm here to say enough. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. Joe Pags.